welcome to the Rich Thoughts Podcast, where our goal is to glorify God and terrify the devil. Get ready. It's going to be a great journey. Good morning and welcome to Rich Thoughts for Breakfast. I'm Harold Herring and that's my fine wife, Beth. Before we get into today's teaching, I'd like to ask you to pray for my mom, Miss Annie Ruth. Uh, she's 94 and uh, she's being prepared now for surgery. She's getting a pacemaker and uh, it'll improve the quality of her life for sure, we believe. But pray that everything go well in the surgery. Also, we have a dear friend whose brother uh, is, needs a lot of prayer. Yeah. He's not wanting to face what that inevitable is, so just keep him in prayer. Thank you. Hallelujah. Name is Mark. Mark, that's right. Well, All right. today's teaching's entitled, I Feel Good. Oh, my <laughs> lands. James Brown resurrected. I remember, honey, the first time I ever spoke in London. I remember this story. There was about 500-plus people in this Dead Free Army rally. I mean, the room was packed. If you've ever heard me speak at one of our seminars, you know that I enjoy getting people to laugh while driving home the points about financial freedom. <laughs> but on this Saturday morning, the audience wasn't laughing, even though my words should have prompted laughter. But the English audiences are known to be a bit reserved. Yes, on steroids. But. <laughs> there were four empty <laughs> chairs on the front row, which was vacant at the time. I climbed on top of those chairs and asked how many in the attendance had ever heard of James Brown, the American soul singer. Probably 95% of the room raised their hands while smiling. So I started singing. Yes, I started singing. I feel good by James Brown. But I kind of changed the lyrics. I changed it to, whoa, I feel good. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Like Jesus said I would. I feel good. Dun, 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 dun. Like I knew I would. Jesus is so good. So good. I got Jesus. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> At this point in the room, everybody was standing and praising God. You know, I'm not the best singer in the world. Not on my street <laughs> or any street. But God used that occasion to make everybody feel good. So here's a question. How do you feel good in the midst of adversity? Feeling good is a mental decision. First. First. When first, you're right. When we're in control of our destiny, of course, with God's help, we decide whether or not we'll feel good in the midst of difficult circumstances. Jerry West, a legendary NBA basketball player, said, You can't feel much done in life. You can't get, and I'm sorry, you're right. You can't get much done in life if you only work on the days when you feel good. Think about that. That's a great quote. It is a great quote. So let's look at three reasons why you should feel good. We could give you seven, but we feel like three is enough. Okay. Number one, feeling good is not conditional. It's a way of life. That's right. Proverbs 17.22, 17.22. Contemporary English version. If you're cheerful, you feel good. If you're sad, you're hurt all over. Feeling good is a choice. If we're cheerful because things are going our way, then it's much easier to feel good. 
Remember the real measure of our character and spiritual depth. So when we feel good, when it's, well, when everything around us is going wrong. There's nothing wrong with feeling good when things are going your way. But if things don't go the way you think they should, you need to feel good. And now, I, I want to throw in something yeah. that is extremely important. It has to do with marriage. Marriage is not always being heavily in love with your spouse. Marriage is a commitment. And the point of it is, is if you're committed, then you know what? You don't sit there and think of all the negative thoughts about your spouse. You're committed. You've made a commitment. There are a lot of young people getting married and have been for the last, I don't know how long, that base it on, well, how do I feel about this person? It has nothing to do with feelings. It has to do with what you committed to God in the sight of him and your marriage. So the point is, Sometimes you're going to feel good and sometimes you're not. But it's like that basketball player that we just quoted. You know what? You're committed. And that's, that's the end of it. That's it. That's a good thought, baby. On feeling good when things are not going right, your response might be why or how. Simply because you have the confidence in knowing that God's on your side. He's got your back. He makes everything to work good. Too good for those who love him, who are called according to his purpose. That's it. Romans 8, 28, classic amplified. Romans 8, 28 says, we are assured, isn't that wonderful? Assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things, didn't say some, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. Amen. If we need a little reminder of on why we should feel good in the midst of adversity, well, we need to make a list then. <clears throat> because when things didn't feel good about something that happened, then start listing how God's manifested his presence in all the times, things that have happened during those times. Amen. Start with the basics and keep writing as you do you'll find that you'll start feeling good again. There you go. Because you know that God will never leave nor forsake you. And if nothing else, that should make you feel good. That's right. Number two, feeling good should not be restricted or limited because of, you know, sickness or something has affected our body. Honey, I remember years ago. Oh, yeah, sweet Bishop Thomas. I'll always Thomas. remember Bishop Thomas, Fort Lauderdale. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. I think he was about 89 years old. At the time he was, I think. He said, son, I've discovered that just because I feel bad doesn't mean I have to make the people around me feel the same way. Think of that. Profound attitude and wisdom. That's it. In Psalm 41, verses 1 through 3, Psalm 41, 1 through 3, Message Bible, it says, Dignify those who are down on their luck. You'll feel good. That's what God does. God looks after us all, makes us robust with life, lucky to be in the land. We're free from enemy worries. Whenever we're sick and in bed, God becomes our nurse, nurses us back to health. You know, it's hard not to underline every single word in those verses. If you want to feel good, help those who don't. Those who are just down on their luck. This passage says that God will make them feel good. How do we accomplish 
by the verse that says that God does? I mean, he's, after all, God. But you know, it's simple. We do what God does by reading his word and doing what it says. We just got an early, early morning call from Haifa, Israel. Yes, we did. Our daughter, precious Abby, and her family are living, been living for almost, two, well, 20 months. And um, she said, you know, I want to thank you and you too, because we're in Israel and there are a lot of Fulbright scholarship people with us that can't go home, can't be with, they don't have family. So we're going to have them all over. And we're so glad at Christmas and New Year's because we're so glad that you taught us how to be generous and share during the time of the season. And hospitality. Yep. And there are a lot of people out there who are hurting and don't have any place to go. And we're blessed because we had always had family and friends around. The point is, when you when you can share, when you can be a blessing to other people that don't have anybody, I tell you, it will be it will boost your life. It doesn't have to be us four and no more. It needs to be sharing God's love with everybody who needs a boost. So anyway, bottom line, <clears throat> that's you know the point is offer encouraging words, give yes. wise counsel, yes. don't overlook. You know, provide financial support as God directs. The point of it is, is it's all in God's book. Amen. <coughs> you might even want to personalize Psalm 41.2. 41.2 in the Message Bible. For your benefit when it says, God looks after Beth, makes her robust oh, with life. Hallelujah. <laughs> Who looks after you? God. That's right. Who makes you robust with life? God. God himself. I, the great I am, breathe life into all of us. It doesn't say circumstances make us robust. It says God makes us robust. That's it. So once again, Psalm 143, excuse me, Psalm 41.3 message. Whenever we're sick in bed, God becomes our nurse, nurses us back to health. Amen. Point of it is, is feeling good is a spiritual attitude become before it becomes an emotional reality. Absolutely. Number three, doing right Doing right things will always make you feel good. Mm. You know, a few seconds ago, we said feeling good is a spiritual, you said it, baby. Spiritual, feeling good is a spiritual attitude before it becomes an emotional reality. The key to feeling good in every situation is found in three verses in Proverbs 23. First, you must continually think about feeling good, regardless of what you may be facing at any given time. Proverbs 23.7 says, For as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. What a person thinks on is what they'll act on. That's it. Philippians 4.8 and 9. Philippians 4.8-9, Message Bible. Summing it all up, friends, I'd say you'll do best by filling your minds and meditating on things true, noble, reputable, authentic, compelling, gracious, the best, not the worst, the beautiful, not the ugly. Things to praise, not things to curse. Put into practice what you learned from me, what you heard and saw and realized. Do that. And God, who makes everything work together, will work you into his most excellent harmonies. This passage offers excellent advice mm. on how to think when you're not feeling good. And second, you must be... Well, learn to rejoice even when things are not going your way. 
Proverbs 23, 16, 23, 16 says, yes, my heart will rejoice when your lips speak right things. So this is the question. When things don't go your way the way you want to, do you use negative self-defeating words and express a lack in confidence in God and what you're facing? What you are thinking and speaking determines whether or not you will be feeling good. Romans 4, 17, 417, Classic Amplified. As it is written, I have made you the father of many nations. He was appointed our father in the sight of God in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and speaks to the non-existent things that he has foretold and promised as if they already existed. You know, we need to learn to speak effectively to our circumstances, not just when we're feeling good. And in Proverbs 23, 16, Proverbs 23, 16, this in the easy to read, it says, it makes me feel good when you say things, say the right things. Yes. That's what makes God feel good. And third, if you want to feel good, learn to apply the words you've thought and heard. Proverbs 23, 12, 23, 12. Apply thine heart unto instruction and thine ears to the words of knowledge. We need to speak right words, think right words, and that'll help us to feel good when yes. we get down to it. James 1.22, 1.22 says, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, only deceiving yourselves. The real difference on how we feel comes down to what we do about how we feel. I've really run us late today, but the point being is that, well, everything we said was let of God. We're the one That's who it. determines how we feel, Yep, and it's based on what we do, especially when we aren't feeling good. That's it. Abraham Lincoln once said, when I do good, I feel good. When I do bad, I feel bad. And another quote I love of his that I thought about earlier was, most people are about as happy as they make up their mind to be. Absolutely. So. Think so, on these things. That's it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And act on them and in the I, name of Jesus. And I encourage you, <laughs> if you want to laugh, let you hear yourself singing, I feel good. Oh, my goodness. Doona, doona, doona. Or Harold. <laughs> All right. Hey, <clears throat> until tomorrow morning at 830, God bless you. Happy trails. And keep thinking rich thoughts from the Word of God. And watch out for a letter we've got coming your way. Yeah, absolutely. We love you. We appreciate you. Bye-bye.